Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. Hope you had a great week with your business. This week, the topic is how not to get stiffed by a client. In other words, how not to get yourself in a situation where the client doesn't pay you or your invoice doesn't get paid for the work that you do. I've talked about this in previous podcasts, but I want to add a new angle onto this and give you some tips specifically on how not to get stiffed by a client. Now, I have an embarrassing story to tell you. I recently got stiffed by a new client. And this hasn't happened to me in well over 10 years, maybe even 15 years. I always get paid by my clients because I have specific policies in place. I'm very careful. I have a certain set of rules that I follow. For example, I always ask for a 50% deposit on brand new clients, things of that nature. All the things that I teach you and teach other B2B writers and copywriters to do. And that's the reason why I always get paid, except for this one client. And you know what happened? It was my fault. I didn't follow my own rules. All the things that I teach you on how to make sure you get paid for the work that you do, for this one client, for whatever reason, I didn't do it. (laughs) I didn't do it. And I paid the price. And now not only have I not been paid, and, and fortunately it's a very small project, but still... Not only have I not been paid, but now there's a bit of a ill will, a bit of a bad feeling between me and this client that's probably never going to go away. And that is never a good thing to have. That's never a good dynamic to have with anybody in the business world. Here's what happened. This client came my way through a referral. A friend of mine knew this person, had recommended me as a copywriter, and this person contacted me. He was a consultant, just a one-person solo professional consultant at a small home-based business, just like me, looking for help with his website, uh, wanted some great copywriting, and he needed help with just a couple of key pages. And we talked back and forth on the phone a couple of times. I gave him a price and uh, went ahead with the project. But I didn't follow all the other procedures that I normally follow. I didn't ask for a 50% deposit. Uh, His project was way below my threshold. Normally, I don't take on a project unless it's $2,000 and up. That's my minimum engagement fee. I broke the rule there. I took a very cheap project. It was only like $500, something I could probably do in just a couple hours. And and in fact, I did. And I broke a lot of my other rules as well because he was a friend of a friend and for some reason I thought why go through all the formality broke my own rules and guess what happened submitted the copy never heard back had to bug him a few times got back to me a couple of times we I talked about sending an invoice he balked and said well I want to rewrite then he never got back to me on a rewrite this thing started dragging out literally for months and it got to a point where I wasted so much time and energy. In fact, I wasted more time following up with him than I did actually writing the project. The project only took me a couple hours. So eventually I decided to throw up my hands, walk away, and uh, I sent him a final email saying that I won't be invoicing you. I wish him well. 
and that was it. Who knows, I might get paid, but it really doesn't matter because all the fuss that I went through in following up and trying to get paid for this very small job just wasn't worth all the effort. So what I want to do in this podcast is to give you some tips on how to make sure that this situation doesn't happen to you because it's a very frustrating situation to be in, trust me. And I'm going to be reinforcing some of the things I've taught in previous podcasts and giving you some new insights as well. So here we go. Number one, make sure if you have a policy to get a 50% deposit on new clients, make sure you get your 50% deposit on all your new clients. That is a standard in the industry. I always asked, except for that one situation, I always asked for a 50% deposit on projects from new clients. And I never get any uh, pushback on that at all. The only time I do get pushback is perhaps a very large client that has a very set payment system. For example, if I got a job from IBM, for example, it's very difficult for them to, to cut a quick check for 50%. It has to go through their accounting department. They have a system in place. But you know your money's good. You know they're going to pay it. I'm talking about small to mid-sized clients here for the most part, but still, make sure you get your 50% deposit. Because two things happen. You got part of your money, so you don't have as much to lose as you used to when you were doing the job and you didn't have any money, you weren't paid yet. But also, from the client side, they take it more seriously because they've already sunk money into you and into the project. So they take the project seriously. They're motivated to get it done. They're not going to drag their feet because they've sunk cost into it already. So they take it more seriously as well, and that helps. So make sure you get your 50% uh, deposit or whatever your deposit policy is, and then make sure you ask for it every single time. That's tip number one. Tip number two is to watch out for red flags. I remember really early in my career when I started uh, copywriting part-time, way back in the 1990s, uh, I was meeting with a potential client, and he actually said to me, I would never consider not paying a freelance copywriter if I didn't use their work in my marketing. That's a red flag, because what he's basically saying is that if he decides he's not going to use what you've written for him, you're not going to get paid, (laughs) okay? So you're going to watch out for red flags. A red flag could be a really small client who may not be able to pay your fee. A red flag might be a client who is very hesitant about the fee that you're charging them. Let's say you quoted $3,500 to write their massive website, and they're really nervous about that. They they say to you, we didn't expect to pay more than $500. That's That's a lot of money. We're going to expect a lot from you. Your copy better be good for $3,500. And then they go ahead with the project. That's a red flag because their expectations are huge and they didn't want to pay that much money anyway. And you might run into payment problems with a client like that. So again, watch out for red flags. There could be many other examples of red flags that you could uh, run up against. But Watch out for those things because when you know a red flag, when you see it, if you see a red flag, deal with it, okay? Uh, Because that could result in you running into a situation where the client is slow to pay or you have to chase them to get paid or you don't get paid. 
So that's tip number two. Tip number three, always have an agreement. Always send a quotation. Your quotation could be an email that details the project and your fee and how you handle revisions and the fact that you charge a 50% deposit before you start. It could be all within the body of an email or it could be a more formal document, two or three page proposal. But whatever it is, get an agreement in writing and make sure the client has agreed to it and understands all of it. And in my case, I do that every single time with a client except for that one time a couple of weeks ago when I didn't do it. I didn't send an agreement. So the expectations were different between him and I. That's not a very good situation to, to be in. So make sure you have an agreement. Your agreement should spell out exactly what you're going to charge for the project, your policy on revisions, your policy on how long you wait for revision requests, The standard is 30 days after you submit the first draft. Um, It should spell out when you send an invoice. In my agreement, I actually say when the invoice is going to be sent, which is typically one week after the final draft is sent to the client. Um, And you might have other policies and rules and conditions in your agreement as well. Make sure they are spelled out in the agreement. Make sure you have an agreement. And make sure that the client has seen and agreed to it before you start the project. Tip number four, and this is a mistake that I made with that client, follow your own rules. Follow your own policies. I remember one time I was working with a business coach. And we had been working together for three or four sessions. And I actually had purchased uh, three, I think three sessions as a package. So my sessions had run out and I had called her for a fourth time for a fourth session. And at the beginning of the phone call, she said, Steve, uh, you haven't paid me for, the, uh, for this session. You only paid for three sessions. Would you like to purchase this one session now or buy a package of three sessions? And I said to her, I said, you know, can we uh, deal with that after this session and you can send me an invoice or something and I'll pay it. And you know what? She said, no, that wasn't all right, that she wanted to settle this right away before we began the session. So I had to whip out my credit card and buy that session before we even got started. And you know what? I actually respected her for that. Initially, for a couple of seconds, I was put out, but then I thought, you know what? She's just being a smart, professional businesswoman. She, that's her policy of collecting fees up front, and I knew that. And she's sticking to her rules. Uh, you need to do the same thing in your business. You're running a business. You need to stick to your rules. You wouldn't go to a restaurant, eat dinner, and then the, the policy in most restaurants is you pay after you finish the meal when the, when the waiter or waitress serves you the bill. You're not going to say, you know what, I'm going to take this bill and I'm going to take it home and look at it and I'll send you a check within 30 days. Don't worry about it. And walk out of the restaurant, you'll probably be arrested <laughs> or probably be asked to wash dishes to make up for it or something like that. The fact is you wouldn't do that because... Restaurants have policies. You, you pay for the food when you're there. You should have policies like that in your business as well and stick to them every single time. I didn't do that for that one client and I got stiffed. I don't want you to get stiffed. Follow your rules every single time. And the final tip, tip number five, follow your gut. If you get a sense when you're talking to a new client that you can't trust them, that they may be the kind of client who 
can't afford to pay you or maybe won't pay you under certain circumstances or that you might have trouble talking to about invoices and money. You know, there could be many reasons for that. But if your gut is yelling at you, hey, be careful, (laughs) be careful with this person, then that's probably a good reason to um, either walk away from the client or at least nail down that client very specifically about getting your 50% deposit right away and going over how how uh, you send your invoice and when you expect those invoices to be paid and having, frankly, a rather firm but professional conversation with them on those topics. So trust your gut. Uh, so those are the uh, five tips I have for you on making sure that you don't get stiffed. Ask for your deposit. Usually it's 50%. Watch out for red flags. Make sure that you have an agreement and that the new client and you understand the agreement. Um, follow your own rules and follow them all the time for every client. And finally, trust your gut. Okay, because, you know, your gut is usually right with these things. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success Podcast. Hope you found it helpful. And would you do me a big favor, if you have any topic suggestions, please be sure to send them my way. You can reach me by email at steveslonwhite at gmail.com. You can reach me at that address. I'd be delighted to hear from you. And for past episodes of this podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes or go to b2bwritingsuccess.com. So I'm Steve Slonwhite. Until next week, have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.